It's all over in Indianapolis, and the Houston Texans are going to the postseason for the first time in four years after three frustrating campaigns. Four wins, four wins, three wins. D'Amico Ryan's hired, C.J. Stroud drafted, other acquisitions, of course, and a postseason berth in year one of the Ryans-Stroud era and just the fifth rookie coach quarterback con, uh, combination in the last half century to make the postseason in their first year. We're live from the Mattress Firm broadcast booth, and we are ecstatic tonight, and it's going to be a big playoff party on this postgame show, on the flagship postgame show. On the plane. Te- Texans postgame with Sean Pendergast <laughs> and Clint Sterner. It's all coming up. Your calls, all of it. As the Texans are in the playoffs, my goodness, Coke, memorable moments. Nothing like watching and listening to football with you, your family, your friends, and ice-cold Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola together tastes better. This was a bizarre, wild game that ended with the Texans' victorious 10th win of the year, and they get to the postseason. Well, the Colts were on the field first. And they drove down and got a field goal, 38 yards out of Matt Gay. So they took a 3-0 lead, and you were wondering, okay, they drove the ball well, but they only got three. Texans got on the field on offense, and on the very first snap, this happened. First down from the Houston 25-yard line. Devin Singletary in the backfield. C.J. under center with Nico Collins to the wide side left. C.J. will throw on the first play for the Texans. Steps up. Fires deep down the field and caught by Nico Collins yes. at the 20, 15, 10, 5. Rock and roll. Touchdown, Houston. 75 yards on the opening play. Hello, Indy. That was amazing as Nico Collins had a day. Texans up 7 3. In the second quarter, they would put together a 57 yard, eight play drive. Here's how it ended. Nico Collins short side left Stroud in the gun motor in the backfield with him loose bunch right side third and goal inside the two Stroud looks it over puts the leg down here's the snap CJ to throw to the end zone caught wide open Andrew Beck touchdown Houston welcome back Beck that made it 14-3 Andrew missing last week's game but he cashes in in this week's game So the Texans up 11, but Indy would close the gap with a 52-yard field goal relatively late in the first half, and we hit the break at 14-6 Houston. Okay, Texans get the ball first. They open the drive with a pass to Nico, taking it to their 47. So good start, but then they went backwards, had to punt to Indy, and Indy woke up. 87-yard drive in four plays. Jonathan Taylor erupted, scored with a 49-yard TD run, and they went for two, got it to Mo Alley-Cox, and it was 14-14 at the time. Uh-oh, Texans in a draw with the Colts. Now, Colts had a chance to take the lead with a field goal, but Matt Gay hit the upright from 50-plus. Texans got the ball, drove in, drive stalls. Fairbairn from 51 yards out, he connected to make it 17-14, so Houston ahead, but the Colts would tie the game again. 35-yard field goal by Gay, shorter distance this time, 17-17. Then, in the fourth quarter, Texans put together the go-ahead drive. Dalton Schultz, four catches along the way. Stroud was 7-for-7, including a 
bullet to Nico Collins to set up a first and goal. They got it down to the three after a penalty, and this happened. Hutchinson to the right side. Singletary in the backfield. Stroud under center. First and goal at the three. Texans try for the go-ahead touchdown. Motor with the handoff. Motor to the right. Motor to the goal line and in. And the Texans are back in front. 23-17 because Fairbairn missed the extra point. His first missed PAT of the year. And that enabled the Colts, if they were to score, to take the lead with an extra point. But as they were driving, they got it down deep. It was fourth and short. It was gut check time. Here's what happened. As big a play as you'll have all season. Fourth and one at the Houston 15. Minshew in the gun. Minshew to throw. Minshew swings it out to the back left side. It's incomplete. And the Texans take over on downs with 103 to go in the fourth quarter. What a stop. Colts can't complete it. Texans have it. Now they had to navigate their way out of the game. Killing clock. Colts had a couple of timeouts left. And... Cameron Johnston in punt formation killed seven of the eight seconds remaining when they snapped it on fourth down, took a voluntary safety, and then the final moments played out. Here's Johnston to free kick with one second left. Let's it rip. Downs back deep at the 13. He's going to run with it. Across the 15-20, laterals back to Pittman. And Pittman laterals back, and the ball is loose, and the Texans fall on it, and it's over. The Texans are going to the playoffs. They knock off Indy, 23-19. Back to the postseason. D'Amico does it in year one. That was phenomenal. It took every second on the clock, but the Texans get it done, and they go to the playoffs Texans won the regular season finale last year. They win the regular season finale this year in Indy. Same thing, not so much. This year, it's a 23-19 victory that sends the Texans to the playoffs for the first time since the 2019 season. C.J. Stroud throws over 4,000 yards on the campaign, and Houston, 10-7 and on the way to the playoffs. Dre, let's get the pass rush report first here. Yeah, our H-E-B sack report, the Texans had one sack in today's game as part of Sacks for Hunger. Actually, that came by way of Christian Harris as part of Sacks for Hunger. H-E-B will donate $1,000 to the Houston Food Bank every time the Texans sack the quarterback. That brought the total to 46, which is a team record, 46 sacks on the season. The H-E-B sack attack brought to you by H-E-B, the official tailgate headquarters of the Houston Texans. Blake Cashman, 13 tackles. Christian Harris, 12 tackles. And Cashman stopped Taylor on third and two with 106 to play. Then Mm. the fourth down stop was amazing. Five TFLs on the day. That's 105 on the season. First place in the NFL now. And we'll see what happens with the rest of the weekend to see if they can hang on to that as a team defensive mark, Dre. And if I had told you before the game that the Colts were going to run for 227 net yards Mm. and not turn it over, what would you think? That uh, we're talking about the draft for 2024 (laughs) and the season's pretty much over. And that's being quite honest with you. Uh, If you run for that amount of yards and and Minshew doesn't turn it over or give to you a score quickly, uh, then there's no way you'd have gotten me to believe that the Texans were coming out of this building 
with that with what you just described and a win along with it. And Jonathan Taylor runs for 188 and a touchdown, the 49-yarder. So it wasn't like a big chunk play gave right. him most of those yards. He was steady as she goes, plus that big he play. He averaged 6.3 yards per carry. And on the most important mm. play of the game, Indianapolis – found Frank Wright because they check in somebody else and try to throw him the football yeah. when all you need is a yard. And I'm sure every Colts fan is feeling that exact emotion right now. Well, I'm grateful they did it, Trey. And Gardner Minshew, 141 yards, no TDs, no picks, nothing spectacular, of course, for Minshew. Missed on that final throw. Well, maybe Goodson could have had it, could have, would have, should have, whatever the case is. But you mentioned the one sack. In two games, they only sacked Minshew once. They didn't get him at all yeah. in the Week 2 showdown at NRG Stadium. But the Texans come away with a 23-17 win, thanks in large part to the Colts being 1-for-11 on third down. So the D came up with some key stops when it mattered most. Let's go down to the locker room next and find out who Johnny Harris is catching up with following this playoff-earning victory for the Houston Texans. 23-19, Texans killed the clock on the free kick as they shut off the Wi-Fi in our booth because I think they're ready for us to leave now after celebrating in Indy a playoff-earning victory. 23-19 over the Colts as the Texans go 10-7 and in the regular season and look forward to making the playoffs. They've done it, but how do they do it? They've never been a wild card before, and they are still alive for the division should those lovable Houston blue-wearing Titans get it done in Nashville. And I really apologize for everything I've ever said about them because we really need them to come through tomorrow with a victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Should they do that, the Texans will win the AFC South for the seventh time ever. But they're at least in, no matter what, as a wild card team. So we'll find out more. Dre, when you reflect not only on this game, but this season, it's 10 victories. I think it's almost shocking how D'Amico Ryans was able to do this. The talent that was assembled, the <laughs> veterans and the rookies combined, guys like Dalton Schultz and Devin Singletary and Sheldon Rankins and Jimmy Ward's on IR now, but he was big. Everybody contributed. Total team victories, total team 10 wins here. Yeah, the shocking part came on draft day when you mm -hmm. they were able to take C.J. Stroud with a second overall pick and then trade right back before you know time elapsed or whatever was necessary to get Will Anderson Jr. with the third overall pick. And I don't know that I've seen that happen. So that th the excitement started then. Uh, then you get to the preseason and all the stuff that's going on there, flashes there. Then you come into the season, and then you see this team just get better and better. Even through injuries, they're able to find ways to win when you're, you know, you know, putting stuff together and, yep. and band-aiding a, a lineup to put out there and they find ways to win. Just goes to show you, when you get the right guy and the right energy, and you got to credit the McNairs for the hire mm -hmm. of hiring of D'Amico Ryans and get him in place, and then you get, you've already got, you've got the quarterback to go along with him. Man, magical things have happened, and this is the most fun I can honestly tell you. In 22 years of sitting next to you, this is the most fun by far I've ever had. And it's not over because the Texans are going to the playoffs. Christian Harris was big. You mentioned the sack today, the, the amount of tackles he had, double-digit yeah. tackles along with Blake Cashman. Harris had 12. 
our Reliant Power featured player of the game. Proud to be the official energy provider of the Houston Texans. Reliant Johnny Harris with the linebacker in the locker room. And I'm telling you, this is one raucous locker room. I absolutely love it. I'm standing next to Christian Harris, who absolutely balled out. Christian, the last time I saw you play in the stadium, play against Georgia, one of the best games I've ever seen you play tonight. Might have been better. What do you say about this team? to do what it did tonight, come here, get the win, and get to the playoffs. Man, I love this team, man. It's like a family type of environment. You know, we all playing for each other. Hey, I think, you know, our faith is really strong. Um, I think, you know, everybody, you know, believing in God, um, believing, you know, that, you know, we don't have to stress about these situations. Just come out and do what we've been doing all year. You know, we come out in these press time situations, you see guys playing for each other, pulling for each other. And, you know, like I said, God's favor is on our side, man, so we're nothing but thankful. We just got to keep stacking. What was your view of the fourth down play? I don't remember where you were, but where were you in the fourth down play? What was going on? Yeah, yeah, I was on the sideline, but I was praying to God the whole time to keep them, you know, all them boys out there still, you know what I'm saying, to stay focused and get this job done. And they, that's what they did, man. So it was, it was electrifying. Christian, over the last probably half of the season, your game has gone up to different levels. And it really felt like it culminated tonight. I know Taylor ran for a lot of yards, but you were there to come up with big stops when you needed it. What was key in your game tonight? I think, you know, for sure it's a lot of stuff to clean up. I don't think, you know, that run game was too clean. Uh, you know, and of course, like I said, we're going to give ourselves an op now so we can go and clean it up. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, really, that's it. That's, that's really the thing that's standing out right now. I'm appreciative of the win, but, yeah, we for sure got a lot to clean up. Okay, I want to ask you this because I asked Amico at halftime. What did it mean to you guys when CJ hit Nico on the first play of the game for the ball? Man, we've been seeing that in practice since training camp. So, you know, for them guys to have that connection, uh, you know, in a high-pressure situation like this, you know, everything on the line and, you know, to come up with that, like I said, man, you know, it's nothing but expected. Happy for them boys for sure. Christian, I know last year as a rookie, 312 and one, 313 and one. After a year's Alabama where you won and won and won and won. So I know maybe you don't appreciate it as much, but going to the playoffs, what does it mean to you? What do you think it means to this team? Uh, I think, you know, for one, the, the organization in itself, uh, it's major for everybody. It's hard to win this league, man, and hard enough already to make the playoffs. So anytime you get the opportunity, you know, you got to be grateful. You got to maximize it. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I had a good run at Alabama, you know, my whole life, really. I've been on winning teams, and, you know, I just think that helped me with character development. In these situations, you know, we get to that fourth quarter, we're on that last drive, I'm able to lead all them guys on the field, you know, make sure I'm saying the right message to keep everybody cool. And, uh, like I said, man, you know, just keep going. So We're going to keep going. Christian, congratulations, man. It's been a long season. It's been a hell of a job. Appreciate it, family. All right, there's Johnny Harris with Christian Harris in the locker room. 23-19 Texans are going to the postseason. Nico Collins, how huge was his performance today? Nine catches for 195 yards and a touchdown. That's a career best. Ties a career high for receptions, but a career high in yards. And the 195, eighth on the franchise list. That is good company that he has because DeAndre Hopkins, Andre Johnson, Will Fuller, they are ahead of him. Only those three, Andre, Hop, and Fuller, have had more receiving yards in a game in franchise history than what Nico Collins did in a gotta-have-it game in Indy. And Stroud was masterful. 20 of 26, 264 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, quarterback rating 134. The signal caller came through in a big, big way. He's a rookie? Really? Let's talk about the playoffs next after this message from your local station. Texans coverage 24-7 on SportsRadio610.com. 
Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Community Coffee is proud to be the official coffee of the Houston Texans. For over 100 years, we've served communities like yours with rich, smooth coffee crafted right here in the USA. And as a company that's worked to bring people together since 1919, Community Coffee celebrates the uniting power of fandom, especially for Texans fans in Houston and beyond. We're grateful to be part of the Houston Texans family on game day and every day. Community Coffee, strong as our roots. The Whataburger Jalapeno Cheddar Biscuit is back. But some folks have yet to try it. So let's not do the thing where we're like, you've never had a Jalapeno Cheddar Biscuit before? You know what? It's okay. Let's just invite them to try this flaky, cheesy, and slightly spicy goodness for themselves. The Jalapeno Cheddar Biscuit, available as a sandwich or on its own from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. for a limited time at participating locations. Whataburger, just like you like it. This season, fans attending games at NRG Stadium can walk right through entry screening without stopping or emptying their pockets or bags. This new improvement, which is powered by Evolm Technology, the preferred fan screening provider of the Houston Texans, delivers a superior experience for Texans fans while maintaining best-in-class security protection. If you would like to enjoy the same level of convenience and security where you gather to work, live, learn, or play, visit EvolveTechnology.com to learn more. That's E-V-O-L-V-Technology.com. Evolve Technology. 23-19, the Houston Texans defeat the Indianapolis Colts, and they get to the playoffs for the first time since the 2019 season. My goodness, what a night here for the Houston Texans, who were up 14-3 in the first half and saw the game get tied in the third quarter, 14-14, 17-17. Would they be able to retake the lead? They did with a big drive. Devin Singletary, three-yard touchdown run on the drive. Stroud, seven for seven, but... Fairbairn misses the extra point. Colts driving. It was a pressure situation. Defense came up with the stop on fourth down. Texans got out of the game, and they got a postseason ticket, 23-19, the victory. Prime sport tail of the tape where we go over the next opponent. Well, guess what? We don't know who that is yet. Prime sport. Visit primesport.com for your VIP experience needs. Dre, if the Jags lose to the Titans tomorrow in Nashville, Here's what happens. The Texans win the AFC South, and they will host Cleveland no matter what. It's a rematch with the Browns. C.J. Stroud did not play in the first matchup with Cleveland. If the Jaguars win, they win the AFC South, and the Texans are a wild card. And if Buffalo beats Miami in that case, the Texans are going to play the Bills. If Buffalo loses to Miami, the Texans are going to play the Chiefs in Kansas City. These are two teams the Texans have faced in the postseason before, never at Buffalo. But, of course, we've seen Kansas City in the postseason in 2019, the last time the Texans were in the playoffs. So pick an opponent. I'm going to let you decide. Who do you want to play out of those three? Cleveland <laughs> at home, Buffalo on the road, Kansas City on the road. I would take Cleveland at home, obviously, <clears throat> because it's a home game. And the fact that Flacco is sitting this week, mm -hmm. you know how I feel about like mini buys and, yeah. and things of that sort because you just never can recapture the kind of uh, execution that you have when you're playing from week to week and you've developed a routine. 
So I would I would take that game obviously with it, you know, meaning so much for the Houston fans being back in the playoffs for uh, since the last for for four years they've missed the playoffs. To have that game at home in our building against the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. let's do that one. All right. And you know I don't like cold weather, so Buffalo's <laughs> a no, and, and Kansas City is supposed to be in the teens, according to Robert. That's yeah. a no. Let's just play it at home. All right. As we are done here in the booth, you've got to check out the post game. Texans post game with Sean Pendergast and Clint Sterner as they are going to party all night and rock and roll all day because they'll take your calls following this dramatic victory that locked up a playoff berth for the Houston Texans 23-19 at Indy, no longer a house of horrors. The spell is over. I don't care what the series record is. D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud threw the ring into the fire, and they killed the Colts' curse. 23-19 victory tonight, and we want to thank everyone who worked on the broadcast. Robert Hensley, our producer and halftime host. Aaron Raybold, our engineer. Ryan Rocket back at the studio at Network Control. And... Don't forget about Chris Santiago with the highlight work. Johnny Harris with the sideline reporting duties. Andre Ware with game analysis. And don't forget, if the Texans get that Titan victory tomorrow and host your playoff tickets, HoustonTexans.com. Be ready. Be there. Be loud. I'm Mark Vandermeer thanking you all for listening. Once again, the final score here from Indianapolis, the Houston Texans 23, the Indianapolis Colts 19. This is is winning Texans radio.